If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. For my first job out of college when I graduated Morehouse, I was a middle school and high school history and civics teacher. And I went through a teacher training program and all of that. And I'm a teacher at heart. And today is one of those days where I I just want to teach a principle that I think people don't fully understand. It's a it's a quote from Dr. King that is like a life quote for me. It's one of the most important mantras in my life. And I think it's one of the most important quotes from Dr. King ever, where he says injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And today, I want to apply that quote to what's going on now in Ukraine. And I also want to apply it to something that's going on in Texas. I'm going to talk about both of those issues. The governor of Texas just said basically he's going to make it a crime to provide any medical care to transgender children. Now, a lot of people hear that, transgender children, and they freak out. I see it on my timeline. I'm going to talk about both of these issues, why I see what's going on in the Ukraine as an injustice, why I see the decision from the governor of Texas as an injustice, and while neither one directly impact me or my family and likely don't impact you or your family, I'm going to talk about why I still care and why I think you should, too. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. Depending on where you're listening to this, uh, just in my last episode of The Breakdown, if you scroll back on my Instagram timeline or if you're on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening to this, if you go to my previous episode, I spent time giving four reasons why we should care about what happens in Ukraine. And at that point, there had not yet been war and, and it's war now. There is a war going on right now between Russia and Ukraine. Russia will dominate this war because they have one of the most heavily funded militaries in the world and they are prepared to win this. And it's already been deadly and destructive and terrible and completely unwarranted. But I give four reasons why we should still care about what's going on. And I would love If that's something you're wondering about, just pause this and go back and listen to that episode. I try to really make it plain because there's something that I see people saying today. I see hundreds of people saying this in my comments on Instagram and Facebook. I see people saying this on their own pages across social media. They're just saying like, listen, 
you know, Russia's never done anything to me. Ukraine has never done anything to me. Uh, hey, did Ukraine ever speak out against police brutality against black people in the United States? Has Ukraine ever tried to help me? And I see people saying that, and, and I understand that. The point is to say, hey, why am I supposed to now care about Ukraine when I don't really see them having a history of caring about us or me or this cause or that cause? And I understand that. And so that's part of what I answered on my last episode here. But today I want to dig in on a deeper, more philosophical reason why we should care about this. And then I'll hop over and speak about what's going on in Texas. When Dr. King said injustice anywhere, and so we know what injustice is, right? We know what anywhere is, right? Anywhere means anywhere, anywhere in the world. Injustice anywhere is a threat. We know what a threat is. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. What it means at its core is that an injustice happening somewhere that you might not be familiar with still matters to the justice that you are familiar with. An injustice happening somewhere else in the world is still relevant to the justice that you are pursuing and care about yourself. I can give a few illustrations. I see people regularly saying like, Sean, why do you care about Israel's treatment of Palestine? Well, I, I have 10 reasons why I care and I won't go down all 10. But at the root of why, why I care is that principle of injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And it plays itself out very clearly with the way Israel oppresses Palestine and Palestinians. The United States regularly trains Israeli police forces and is trained by Israeli police forces. And we see tactics of police in Israel being used by police in the United States and vice versa. They even use similar contractors, similar weapons. Sometimes they have shared contracts because the United States literally funds the state of Israel to the tune of billions and billions of dollars. And so here we are caring deeply about police brutality in the United States, right? Well, police brutality in the United States is not happening in outer space. It happens in this world. Police departments in the United States study other police departments around the world. And so when I see bad policing around the world, I'm concerned because I care about people. I care about oppression. I care about justice. But in a selfish way, I also understand there are trends in policing. And what may become a trend in one place could soon become a trend in your place. Think about it like this. If you study the Holocaust and its origins, what you will understand is that Adolf Hitler and others literally studied Jim Crow America, 
studied segregation and racism in America and the systems and structures of segregation in Jim Crow in America to understand how they could do it themselves. And so what we see there is that the injustice in America, Jewish people around the world could never have understood at the time that the grave racism and bigotry that black people were experiencing in America was actually deeply relevant to their future. It was. And we see this. I can make it even more plain. Dylan Roof, who shot and killed nine people at a beautiful church in Charleston, South Carolina, including the pastor, uh, Clementa Pinckney and others. What I understand is that he was openly studying racism and bigotry and systems of racism and bigotry, including apartheid South Africa and other places all around the world. He was motivated by injustice around the world to bring injustice to our world. So it is easy to think that what's happening somewhere far away with a group of people that you are not a part of and you have never met to a region you've never been to and probably never will be will never go to. It's easy to think that that's irrelevant. But warlords, dictators, uh, what are sometimes called strong men. Horrible leaders around the world are inspired by other horrible leaders around the world. And what one horrible leader will try to do will then teach other horrible leaders what they can do. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. So when Russia invades a sovereign country, a full-fledged member of the United Nations, when Russia invades a sovereign country and takes into it tanks and shoots missiles and destroys buildings all over the place, Russia is saying, like, hey, this is what we're going to do. We dare you to stop us. If you do try to stop us, this is what, what Putin said early, early this morning, there will be hell to pay like you've never seen or experienced before. And now that creates in some ways the ground rules for how this could happen in other places with other countries. And the United States, let's be very real, truly doesn't have a great leg to stand on because the United States has been brutal itself all over the world. And so the injustice here was a threat to justice everywhere. And so this principle, here's here's another part of this principle. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. I never want to see innocent men, women, and children be oppressed, murdered, and suffer from the the ill effects of war. I just don't. I, I, I actually have a heart for people. I saw videos today of residential areas being bombed and children just screaming and crying uncontrollably. I hate that. Seeing that. Like, here's the thing. By and large, missiles and bombs are going to always cause injustice. Just period. 
they are not effective exacting weapons that protect innocent people. When you're shooting missiles and dropping bombs, innocent people are going to be killed. And the truth is, in this situation, everybody's innocent. Ukraine does not deserve this. So injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. So, yes, it's it's normal to say, hey, but they've never helped us. Why do I need to help them? I'm not even saying help them. What I am saying is we should care. The United, you know, I I posted today, uh, the United States had a, a 30 year standing agreement with Ukraine that it would protect Ukraine in the event that something like this happened. So the United States is in essence abandoning that agreement. Do I want to see the United States at war? Of course not. Should we care? Absolutely. What does that look like? How do, how do we express that? That's a whole nother episode, but it matters. I'll try to talk about it tomorrow. I want to close quickly. You know, Yesterday, the governor of Texas said that he wants people to report anyone, any parents giving medical treatment to children who have been, who identify themselves as transgender. And it creates a very dangerous position where he is, in essence, criminalizing being a transgender child, criminalizing being a transgender parent. And I saw several, I posted about it today because, again, I think this is very dangerous. I, to, to my knowledge, I don't have anyone that's transgender in my family. I certainly don't have anyone that's transgender in my, in my house, in my immediate family. Um... I'm not transgender. Um, my immediate closest friend circle, we do not have anyone that's transgender in, our, in my immediate friend circle. So why do I still care? Because injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. I do have uh, probably 30 or 40 transgender people that I follow on on Instagram who uh, although we're not deep personal friends they've been nothing but kind and supportive of me and me to them and I see good people many of them that I know on my timeline saying Sean why should we care about that or Sean isn't it wrong for parents to be encouraging their children to be transgender. is, And what I see is a lack of information, a lack of understanding on what this process and journey actually can look like for children, can look like for families. In a world of billions and billions of people, I assure you that you will get people that span an entire eclectic spectrum of sexuality. Now, your understanding, be it seen through the lens of of religion or, or your worldview, may be that 
everybody is a man or a woman and men are only supposed to like women and women are only supposed to like men. But I assure you, in a world of billions of people, there are people that do not fit in your very limited boxes. And not just in the United States, but all over the world, including in deeply conservative countries. Look it up. Google it. I mean, there are, there are brilliant documentaries about this. Sexuality is a very complex spectrum when you take a step back and look at the world in terms of the billions of people. And the overwhelming majority of people identify as male and female and heterosexual. But there is a sliver of the world that, that don't fit those boxes, okay? And when you begin to criminalize that, it puts them in harm's way. And when I see families who are often struggling, like having a hell of a time finding their way through this process, when I see that struggle, that journey criminalized, I'm deeply concerned. We, we cannot begin to criminalize parenting in this way. We can't. Now, you can say, hey, I don't agree with that. That's your position. But when we legislate that, it's a slippery slope. And it is closely tied to the reality that not that long ago, it was illegal to be gay. And not long before that, it was in essence illegal to be black and have access to equal rights and privileges across the country. It was illegal for, for there to be interracial marriages. Now, here, listen, listen, all of these things, we can argue that these are apples and oranges. That's not the point. The point is, when you begin to criminalize humanity, it, when you begin to criminalize sexuality, identity, that's dangerous. Again, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Is this going to be my main issue? Probably not. But I am concerned. And what I know is when you unplug and lack concern, and not just lack concern, but lack curiosity to really even understand the issue. But when you lack concern over this type of injustice, other things can then creep up on you. Because this opens a door to, again, criminalizing identity and sexuality. This opens a door that might impact you sooner than you understand. Listen, I've got to run. I'm heading into a meeting I'm almost late for. But love and appreciate all of you. What a difficult time for the world. My heart goes out to the people of Ukraine, Ukrainian people all over the world. Um, this is not okay. It's not. And um, I have grave concerns about where we are and what happens next. Listen, if you're not yet a member of the North Star, please, please, please join now at the northstar.com. We need your support. We want your support. I'm only able to come on here and speak truth to power the way I do 
to talk about complicated issues and and do it without hesitation because of because of the generous support of good people just like you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Yeah.